Own Your Creativity, episode 29. Oh, wow. I need this. I need to pay attention to that. Like when, because I'm learning how to play like there are no rules and that's sticking your neck out. You're listening to the Own Your Creativity podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Johnston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm really excited today to be talking to Kristen Joy. At the tender age of six, Kristen started her first business and in 2003 turned her lifelong love of books into a full-time career teaching authors how to create books that bring them business. To date, Kristen has started over 50 publishing companies for others, published over 200 books and ebooks, and coached thousands of authors from idea to published. She can often be found roaming the toy aisles with her man at Target or snuggling with her cat. Her books can be found online at kristenonamazon.com and can be ordered wherever fine books are sold. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me here, Elizabeth. I'm really pleased to be able to talk to you because I came across you online through Facebook and your Book Ninja uh, uh, business and, and process. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, the Book Ninja is my brand and it is based partly off of my love of the martial arts and incorporating that into what I do every day with training authors. And um, basically, that's what I do. I teach courses how to write, publish, and market books. And I've got a signature series of courses, which are the big ones. I just finished teaching one of those called called Instant Self-Publishing Ninja. And then I've got uh, several different series of courses as well, because I highly believe in doing everything, writing books in a series, courses in a series, (laughs) building followers in a series, (laughs) you name it. So what does that mean, building in a series? That means instead of writing just one standalone book, writing uh, shorter books all within one series, so a minimum of four. Um, And I say four only because unless you're writing fiction, four tends to work better. Um, Also, with the courses the same way, I mean, if I have three courses, they're all under the same label. So like I have the Authorpreneur Mastery Series, which is all of my deep dive marketing courses. And then I've got the Author's Quick Guide book series that also has the author's quick course series to go along with it. So I'm taking all of those There's 16 books in that series so far, and I'm taking them and turning them into courses as well. Oh, very cool. And I also um, was exposed to you through your, I think you gave a webinar on on how to use Canva to uh, create your book or your or your coloring book. Um, Journals, yeah, journals, right? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. I, that's one of my signature courses is journal design basics. And it actually came about, I was frustrated because I was lacking ideas and which is funny to say, cause I have plenty of ideas, but <laughs> I didn't know what to do next as far as a course. And we were walking through target at the toy aisle, of course. And Tony looked at me, he's like, well, why don't you just take the workshop that we did at a recent live event and turn that into a free webinar and develop a course around it. And I went, yeah, but we taught low content books and you already taught coloring books. So what should I teach? And he's like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe journals Since we passed by the, uh, an end cap that had journals on it. (laughs) I'm like, that's a good idea. And that little course, not so little course, actually, it's pretty big course, um, has made me well over six figures in the last year 
Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Just that one course. Um, and the coolness of it is actually, I know we're going to talk about creativity and stuff, is how I got the idea because I was stuck. Yeah. I wasn't feeling creative. And my idea for the course was to create a journal live in front of people to show them how easy it is and d- demonstrate different software beyond Canva. Canva is the one I do in the free webinar and teach people literally step-by-step how to do it in in just Canva. But in the course, I go into different software like Adobe InDesign, Photoshop, PowerPoint. There's a lot of different things available to, pe- to authors nowadays. And I, I went to sleep the first night because I, ta- I teach all my courses live within like two days, sometimes four days, but this was two days. And I thought, you know what? I bet I could totally wow everybody by creating not one, but two. Because I wanted to create, design, make the files and publish these books within the live class time within two days. And I was like, I bet I could just do two of them because I want to show them how easy it is to use one as a template and create a series. Because, you know, I'm all about the series. Right. And so I did that the next morning. I said, so we're going to do something a little different from what the course curriculum says. And I'm going to show you how to take what we created yesterday that I already finished because I took an hour after class to finish it. And said, and I'm going to show you how to adapt that to create a second book. And so I was not only able to demonstrate doing two books like in two days, but also using two different printers to print them. And then, of course, you know, I showed them how to put up a pre-sale page by putting up a page for those books and told everybody to go buy them <laughs> so they could get the two-pack so they could get examples. Because they were asking me for samples of the printers. I'm like, well, here you go, one from each printer, and they're the exact same size, same paper, and like size and everything. And so they were able to see the difference between the two. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. And that course, it's it's evergreen. I mean, it's a course that is teaching method. I mean, yes, there's some software taught, but the, the modules are in such a way that it's not, it, it won't go outdated. And so I've been, I actually have a couple webinars this week promoting that course as well. Oh, wow. That's so great because, you know, and, and we'll um, share that later uh, with, uh, with our listeners, but um, I do highly recommend uh, jumping onto that webinar with uh, Kristen because I found it so empowering and you really do in real time show how easy it is. And if you've just got some basic skills with Canva, then, you know, you're away to the races. And I love the way that you, uh, demonstrated the difference between the two printers and it's a lot of hands-on practical information that I found really empowering. Yeah, and the cool thing is even if you don't have basic skills with Canva, I mean a lot of people are like, I've never heard of Canva. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually got a private message from someone who took the free webinar, super excited and he's he said, I just created my first journal and it's already up on Amazon so just cool. from that free webinar. So I love hearing stories like that. I love igniting creativity in other people and just watching them spark. So what's your definition of creativity? My personal definition is play, is letting loose, no restraints, no rules, just play. And I think adults have lost sight of that. Through school, um, there's actually a a point in elementary school where they will tell you it's not appropriate anymore for you. And to me, that is, that is, I, I, I may believe in, may or may not believe in some conspiracy theories around that, <laughs> but my personal belief is that that is the absolute worst thing for human beings is to stifle a child's creativity like that. And so I'm really passionate about kid entrepreneurs and 
supporting kid entrepreneurs and helping adults find their love of play again because play really unlocks all sorts of things. I mean, I actually, I have action figures all over my office, like all over my office and I was just cleaning it up because one of my shelves fell down. And so I literally had like 20 action figures all over the floor <laughs> and some Legos. And as I'm playing with them, I'm like, you know, cause I had to play with them as I picked them up. Of course. <laughs> put them into a bin for storage. Cause you know, can't put the shelf back up, but I was just like, you know, I miss this. I miss just sitting on the floor and playing with dolls. <laughs> like, not Barbies, but I've got a Black Widow 12-inch doll I just found at Target the other day. And I I keep telling because I'm a collector and I collect toys also. But I kept telling myself, looking at this doll going, I want to take her out of the package. I really, And we have a house rule. If you take a toy out of the package, you buy another one that's in the package. And actually, I found her at the Disney store this weekend, not Target. Um, so don't look for a target, <laughs> but she's, she's part of a, an ultimate series that they're doing now, brand new with Marvel. And so I bought Captain America and Black Widow cause they're the only two out so far. And they're my two favorite characters in the world. And <clears throat> I just kept looking at it and Tony's voice in my head, my fiance, he said, toys are meant to be played with. And that's, that's what we tell ourselves that there's something we really, really, really want to open. Even if we don't have a second one yet, we're like toys are meant to be played with. And that's something that adults have totally lost sight of is toys are not meant to sit on a shelf. You know, they're meant to be played with. I have this little action figure on my desk. I'm holding her right now of joy from inside out because she embodies who I want to be, you know, in living into my name, joy. And Mm -hmm. joy is actually my middle name. And living into it has been a struggle for me my entire life. So letting loose and playing and not playing by other people's rules just really opens a whole door of creativity. And so why is it that you have found it difficult to live into your joy? Um, I would say mostly because of my struggle with chronic illness Mm. since I was born pretty much. And we only found out in recent years that pretty much everything I was diagnosed with was misdiagnosed. and I actually have celiac disease. Oh my goodness. And since I found that out, I've been a lot healthier, but I've also gained weight and been unhappy with my body. So I've been on the typical, I've never had problems before. I've always been underweight, looking almost anorexic because of malnutrition. And so since I started getting that fixed, it's like been a, the typical roller coaster most women have that I never experienced until now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had until a year ago, um, between chronic illness and a, an unhealthy relationship with my ex-husband, actually until two years ago, I didn't live into my name joy. And I remember asking my mom, why did you name me with the middle name joy? And she said, because you brought so much joy to our lives. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So corny of an answer. (laughs) And that was my, that was my reaction to her. And so what was interesting was after I left my ex and really found myself and my freedom outside of control, outside of the unhealthy codependent relationship that we had for so many years and started really living into who I really am that was not accepted by him. Mm. Um, I realized I needed to rebrand. I'd already rebranded as the book ninja from something else that I hated (laughs) and I realized I needed to rebrand my name because I didn't want to carry his last name anymore. Mm-hmm. But in you know, in case I got remarried someday, I didn't want to 
you know, deal with. Right. Yeah. Name over again. So I said, you know what? I think I'm going to rebrand as Kristen Joy. And the moment I did that, it, stuff inside me changed. I mean, just I felt a switch flip on and a light flipped on. And my friends who have known me for years and even people who were not my close friends but have followed me on Facebook for years started reaching out to me and saying, you look so different. You're smiling more. You're so happy. Your ideas are kind of like I was generating ideas and you're like a course creation machine. And, and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm even hardly doing any work. I'm just having a, a ball, <laughs> just having fun for the first time in my life. <laughs> wow. So was there a moment in time when you really felt disconnected from your creativity and what were those negative effects in your life? Oh, absolutely. Um, very recently, actually, I, have a corner in my office. We'll see if I can get through this story. <laughs> I have an art degree, first of all, and I don't really use it. It's just fun to say I have an art degree. It's kind of a worthless piece of paper because in art school, the teachers basically say my way or the highway. Right. There's no room for your own thoughts and ideas. And so I was very stifled. And in some cases, I did what I wanted anyway and paid the price in grades. <laughs> and that hurt because I was a straight-A student all the time. So I was like, I got to do Yeah. So I've been trying to get past that for years. I mean, years and years. And I thought I had. I thought, oh, you know, I play with toys now and I collect toys and it's fun and I play with Legos. But then I'm, I started thinking about it. I'm like, when was the last time I just plain built something out of Legos? And I can name it, and it was about two years ago. But before that, I couldn't think of a time. I was like, I, I don't know. You know, other than just doing a kit, which is prefab instructions, there's, there's no thinking, there's no creativity there. It's just put the blocks where they tell you. Right. And so I started playing around with other forms of creativity, like art journaling. And I have a friend who went crazy with it. So we sat on the floor and started painting. I had so much fun, but I kept trying to make the pages perfect you know, whatever my definition of perfect was. And it just, it wasn't working. So I have, I have every art supply you can imagine. Um, we actually are in the process of finishing a 24 by 36 space called the play space. Oh, and it's all art supplies, um, toys, Legos, stained glass stuff, and all sorts of things. And I've tried to turn all of my creativity into a job, into a business, like, stained glass I ran a stained glass company for a while and through all of this whole journey of realizing that I'm really not creative I'm not walking in my creativity I mean I'm creative but I'm creative in being able to word things a certain way with writing with being able to teach things a certain way and coming up with ideas off the top of my head for my coaching clients but I'm not giving myself permission to sit down and just be messy right and that to me means there's a block. And I figured out part of that block already in the last actually couple of weeks. So this was when I read your questions, I was like, okay, this is really raw. Um, and part of the block is what will other people think? Mm, yeah. What, what if I can't share this with the world? I even tried making cool backgrounds with paints and stuff with the intention of photographing them and selling them as stock art as like meme backgrounds. I'm like, wait a minute, every single thing I'm putting my hand to, I'm trying to figure out how to make money from it <laughs> rather than just playing. 
Right. So I have this awesome corner in my office that I've had set up for probably about four months now. Um, actually, it was April, so whenever that was. Because <laughs> for my birthday, I got all new office furniture and put it all together. And it's got tons of cool art journaling you know, sketchbooks and supplies. And I thought for sure I'm going to be creative now because I have space. I created a space. Well, right now it's still covered in junk. <laughs> <laughs> It's become a center for me to pile stuff. And I kept saying, no, when I get my office totally fully changed over, when I when I fully redecorate, when I fully clean up my office, then I'll be creative. Then I'll sit down and journal. And it it's actually still in process. I mean, that's where I'm at right now is still looking at that corner and it's taunting me saying, you know, you want to be messy over here. <laughs> and so now I've started thinking, no, when the play space is done, I'm going to move all that to the play space and I'll have a whole creativity center. And I'm like, what makes you think having a humongous room, almost the size of your house <laughs> is going to give you the motivation to get out there and actually use it. And so I had to, this thought actually came to me the other day when I walked through the space and I went, you know what, if I can't give myself permission to use the corner of my office, I will never be able to give myself permission to use that huge space. I just won't. So that's actually where I'm at right now is in the process of giving myself permission and figuring out what that block is because that block is actually holding me back in things in my business. And I know it is. I just haven't quite worked through it all the way yet. So what do you think is the next stage for you in terms of your business? Um... Well, right now I had just created that new course, so I'm in promotion stage. Okay. And I will be until the end of the year probably. Um, also, Tony and I started two other companies this year, and one of them is a toy business. So part of my creativity will be used to be creating new toys, which is actually, yeah, that's another stage of the story. I just got an, I invested in an iPad Pro because I heard such great things about it. And I have to tell you, I have played with ideas on this thing and designed illustrations and characters for children's books just off the top of my head, stuff I've been stuck on for months, just took me an afternoon to do. And I posted one of the paintings that I created in, in, in a couple of the apps on Facebook. And I, I mean, from the ground up, I built the character, I built the scene, I built everything with shapes. And then today, it took me about 15 minutes and I came up with a logo for one of our new businesses that's a kitty jewelry business. So just for pure fun of it. And I was like, I, I can totally do this. And I, I just saw a picture in my head and I just started to play. And so the iPad actually as a tool has been giving me, helping me give myself permission because I, you know, I'm not as physically messy. There's not as much prep or cleaning up brush brushes or any of that to do, but it's still creative. You know, it's still something that I get to play with all these things and customize the look. And now I actually, I have someone working on um, three characters because I did have a, a small creativity breakthrough and uh, some stories I've been working on ch kids books for like over, over a year. And I've been stuck on the characters and the story. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the floats where you float in salt water in a pod. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a membership at our local place and I hadn't floated in like two months because of travel. So I went and did a float and I'm racking my brain trying to solve this problem in my head for these stories. All of a sudden I told myself, what would happen, Kristen? I said it out loud. I said, what would happen, Kristen, if you just shut your brain off and relaxed for once? 
no sooner had I done that than the idea hit me full force. I got four stories pretty much all written out in my head. I got three characters. I contacted one of our sculptors who works with us for other things and said, I want these three characters built. This is what I'm using them for. She's built other characters for Tony. So I'm like, build some for me. And I'm, I'm like, now I've got the app preset done. So all I have to do is take photos. Today I got in the mail the adapter to put photos on my iPad. So I can literally, my goal is to take photos, set up the scenes with the characters, and then design the entire thing from photo to finished book and upload it from my iPad. Wow, that's very cool. I'm sure that there's going to be a webinar coming soon about that. (laughs) That's Tony's department. He's already taught all the classes on that. I just asked him, what should I do? (laughs) You know, one of the things that I found interesting in your story was that you uh, are experiencing some sort of block. You're not exactly sure what it is, but that isn't stopping you from going ahead and and manifesting your creativity in other ways, you know, and I think that's a really important takeaway is that even if you're stuck, but keep moving forward, you may not make sense of it now, but, you know, just keep going. And then there you are floating in a pod and (laughs) things come to you, you know? Yeah, um, really, really good point. I mean, I haven't really been creative the way I thought that I should be. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I stop shitting on myself, that happens. Yeah. And that's actually, I have a life coach, Therese Barbie. She's amazing. And that's what she often says is quit shooting on yourself. And she's totally right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think I think it's great to have a coach, too, because they can see things with more clarity from the outside and really help you redirect your energies. And I think it's invaluable to uh, to have that. And also, you know, I think that sometimes people are – addicted to this idea that sometime in the future things are going to be perfect there's the conditions are going to be perfect for me to be creative or to do something but really the only perfect time is now you know just to start yeah yeah Yeah, someday syndrome and that is the thing um I, i came up with a quote with one of my new characters that i developed on the ipad not the ones that are being built Um, But it's related. They're all ninjas, of course. (laughs) And I created a meme just trying out the new Canva app on the iPad as well. Posted it to my Facebook page. And it says, um, with you, I'll try and paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. But everything that you invest in, time, money, whatever, courses, everything you invest in is absolutely worthless until you take action. Yeah. And so many of my customers buy from me over and over and over again and don't do a thing with it. Mm -hmm. And while I'm happy that they're spending money, I'd rather they actually do something. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see their... I have one girl who published 50 journals in the last year. Like, blew me away how many she created. She created about one a week. Wow. A journal-making machine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, her first 15, she did 15 in 15 days as her own personal challenge. And they were not all the same. You know, she did different ones. And so I just, I was blown away at her taking action. And, you know, they may not all be perfect looking, but they're done. Yeah. They're created. Yeah. And she, she can say, I did that. And I can say, she did that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, until, until you take action on something, every, every single thing you do is absolutely 
like everything you invest in is absolutely worthless. So what's the best advice that you've ever received regarding your creativity? Um, it would be more like a kick in the pants <laughs> kind of advice. Um, really just toys, art supplies, life is meant to be played with. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, everything around us is meant to be played with. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, earlier you were talking about how as we get older, we lose that capacity for play. And it's really important to reconnect with that. You know, if you really want to reach your creative potential, I think that you do need to reconnect with that child within and that ability to play. Absolutely. I think it's crucial. Can you share one of your personal habits that contributes to your creative success? Buying new toys, um, <laughs> besides that. And I mean tech toys, too. Um, that is something, though. I, I, every time I've bought a new tech toy, like when I bought my MacBook Pro, I created the journal design course shortly after that. Um, when I bought my iPad, I've created characters and scenes and presets to use for my books. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think every time I do invest in myself and then take action with my investment... I see results. So that that's that is a habit. Every time I invest in something, I take action on it right away. And I know that seems to be a recurring theme, but so many people need I like I wish I could take a two by four and whack people sometimes. <laughs> Get this through your head. It's the secret. They're like, Oh, but there's gotta be another way to make book sales and make money. I'm like I actually had a customer post in the Facebook group. I put my book up on Amazon and haven't made any sales yet. And I'm wondering what's wrong. It's been up for a month. I'm like, did you tell anybody about it? She's going to put a link in the group. She's like, oh, no. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not an if you build it, they will come. You have to take action. You have to tell people about it. So I told her to go through my training again and watch the marketing stuff and do it. I said, don't post back here until you have some results to post from doing that or some questions about the training. And so she came back so excited. She's like, I just made my first sale. What did you do? I put up an Amazon author page. I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> Is there a person in your life that inspires you to be creative? And it can be someone living or not. Um, I would have to go with two people. Uh, one would be Tony, my fiance who well, we're getting married in a month. Oh my goodness. Um, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so it's coming down to the wire. Um, so him for sure. I mean, just, we've been best friends for six years before we even got started dating and just, it kind of all fell together by accident. And he's a photographer and teaches how to do illustrations using, starting with photos. Um, I've admired him <laughs> for years and years, and now we're like together, which is still weird to both of us, but in a good way. <laughs> so he definitely inspires me. We we brainstorm together all the time. I can't tell you how many times at three o'clock in the morning one of us would wake up and hit the other one and go, I just got an idea. <laughs> like talk it out right then, grab our phones to take notes, and then go back to sleep. Um, so there's that. And then there's um, <clears throat> my best friend, Natalie. She's the one I told you about with the art journaling thing. She kind of went crazy with it. And she is so freaking creative. Just, I mean, she just lets loose. And she has her own crap that she deals with, but we all do. And the one thing that I can say about her and creativity is she just doesn't stop. <laughs> like, she's like, no bounds, no boundaries. I'm just going to try it and see what happens kind of thing. And that just blows me away. 
And so I call her when I need a boost. We've actually done Google Hangouts where we invited other people to watch us color together. <laughs> together. That's been a while, but it was a lot of fun. And um, so, you know, she doesn't live anywhere near me. She's in Atlanta. I'm in Pennsylvania. So it's a, a bit of a drive to see each other. So we only see each other a few times a year, but we talk almost daily. And we're always sending pictures of stuff like my new kitty logo I just sent to her and said, you need to see this. Look. <laughs> So, That's wonderful. Yeah, she's the one who kept yelling at me for about a month to get the iPad Pro. She's <laughs> like, it's a game changer. It's changed my life. And for her to say that about technology, because she's very much a paper and markers girl, that, that's a big deal. Do you have a favorite work of art? It can be any type of art. Um, I have two favorites. I'm looking at one right now. It's a limited edition lithograph of Captain America. Oh, wow. <laughs> with a cool sketch vintage looking sketches behind him and he's in full color and the vintage sketches in brown tones. So it's very cool contrast. And my other favorite, well, actually I have three favorites because uh, I just saw another one. My <laughs> other old favorite work of art was a specific photo that Tony took that I'm the only person on the planet who knows exactly how he did it. And that's something I'm not allowed to share. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also one of his most famous photos, which is a tree up on a hill. Oh, and it's just a standalone lonely tree. And I actually have a print of, of that huge print of that in my office. Um, and then my most recent favorite is he has these little characters called the Viking kids and they're little miniature Viking kids with little sad faces. They're so cute. And in order to announce our engagement on Facebook, he took a picture of them. And one of them was on his knee holding the, my ring to the Oh, that's adorable. And they're they're actually brother and sister, but you know, for the sake of posing and modeling to announce <laughs> our engagement, you know, that's actually a print in my office now too. So, and I just saw it, my eyes glanced at it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's definitely up there with my favorite works of art." So, photographs, I mean, I love photography. I've d I've done photography since I could walk pretty much. And um, the lithographs just amaze me because I honestly don't know how they're made. I've never worked on lithograph. Um, and I have a couple other works of art throughout the house. I mean, we're, we're art snobs and we go to art shows at least once or twice a year and just spend like crazy because we get so inspired. We're like, oh, we have to have this. So we have some steampunk stuff and some a lot of pottery. I've got pottery behind me. And I do love that's hard. I can't pick a favorite pottery piece because I love it all. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it all. Um, and then I have a really cool stained glass piece that Tony got me for my birthday, which is of the beach, and it's combining mixed media, so, oh. which is really awesome, like real shells and rocks. And it, that's inspired me to be more creative with my glasswork, um, which is something I'm just starting to get back into. And do you have a favorite quote that inspires you? Uh, the turtle only makes progress when he sticks his head out. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Who who said that? It's an unknown. Oh, my goodness. As far as I know. I researched it once, and I'll, I found it said unknown. So, yeah, I love that one because I love turtles. And it's true. If you watch a turtle, they only actually move forward if their neck sticks out. Wow, that's profound. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's so deep in this tiny little thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So is there um, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, leave today? Um, I know you have upcoming webinars. Maybe you'd like to mention about that. Um, well, those are through partners. So anyone who wants me to do a webinar for your list, I'm open. Um, welcome to do it. I have several signature courses we can 
we can do together. And I, I really want to leave on a positive, encouraging note that, you know, life happens. I mean, in the last three years, I went through a divorce. I was diagnosed with celiac disease right before that. Um, I was in the process of getting healthy and I actually was homeless for six months sleeping on couches while trying to run my business. So stayed with my accountant for a while, had a place in Atlanta. I mean, I, I was all over the place. And um, now I'm in a situation that I'm still, I still have to pinch myself. I mean, I still have these pinch me moments of, is this really real? Is this really happening? I have a toy store that we didn't even get to talk about because it's, <laughs> it's a whole nother business. And I'm, I'm literally getting to live my dream. And the reason that I have been able to live my dream is because I've stuck my neck, my neck out. I'm, I actually caught myself because I had, did have a customer today give some marketing advice to another customer and, and share an idea. And my very first thought was he shouldn't do that because, and then I, w I, I took myself back and went, wait a minute, I'm enforcing rules on him and that actually is not a rule. And I was like, oh wow, I need this. I need to pay attention to that. Like when, cause I'm learning how to play like there are no rules. And that's sticking your neck out for sure. So, you know, I, I just want to encourage everybody listening to be messy. Toys are meant to be played with. Go down the toy aisle at Target, Walmart, wherever you can and get yourself an action figure. Take it out of the box and put it on your desk and play with it. Talk to it. Be silly with it. You know, just let loose and see what happens. See what you come up with. Very cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and give us so much inspiration. Well, thank you very much for having me, Elizabeth. It's my pleasure. If you'd like to continue the conversation about creativity, then join me in my Facebook group, Own Your Creativity Cafe. An easy way to get there is just to follow the link bit.ly forward slash OYCFB bit.ly forward slash OYCFB or just log into your Facebook account and just search for Own Your Creativity Cafe and I'll see you on the other side. <music>